You're listening to Blindshell 101, home of the world's greatest accessible cell phone. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. So now that Cindy's computer stopped talking, um, we will go on with Blindshell 101. So we did have a request to go over the cameras. So we'll, I will do that first to make sure that we get that in. Somebody is taking a trip. Sounds exciting. Okay. So to go to the camera, turn up my phone here. So we're going to go down to applications. Applications. And then hit OK. Internet browser. One of 12. And go down to media. Communication. Media. And then hit 12. OK. Audible. One of 14. BBC and go down to camera. camera. Three of 14. And as soon as you hit OK on camera, it's going to be ready to go so that you can take a picture. And the way you're going to know that it's ready is you're going to hear like a click, 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 letting you know that your camera is open. So I'm going to open it orientation portrait and then you can hear the click 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 and it said orientation portrait so that means i have my phone up and down like i have it vertical right now if i turn it so it's on its side landscape it's going to say orientation landscape so if there's something that's maybe wider that you want to take a picture of, or say it's a scenery that you want to take a picture of, you can put your phone on landscape. And But if it's just a standard picture, portrait. I'm going to leave it on portrait. So I turn the phone so that it is vertical and it's clicking to let me know that it is on. Um, if it saw a face, it would let you know, but there's no Faces in here. One face detected. So I just flipped it around so that I could do a, se- a selfie. So let me see if I can. One face detected. So it's saying one face detected. I don't know if you could hear it because I'm holding the phone out, but I'm going to hit the OK button. Face detected. Okay. So now I'm going to give it a couple seconds. Save image. One of two. And it's asking, do I want to save that image? Or the next option is. View image. To view the image. So I'm going to, since I wouldn't see it anyway, I'm not going to view it. I'm just going to hope that it's an okay image. So I'm going to go to save image. image, And I'm going to hit okay on that. So when you save the image, you are giving the description in your own voice. So that then when you go into your images, you'll know exactly what that picture is of. So I'm going to hit OK on save image. Record a short description now. This is me in the display room. Image has been saved. And then it's going to go right back into the camera mode as if you wanted to take another picture. So I'm going to back out of that by hitting the back back button above the three. And I'm going to go down to images. Document FM radio images, 6 of 14. And I'm going to hit OK. Camera images. I'm going to hit OK. View all, 1 of 2. And I will view all. Image 1 of 4. Orientation. This is me in the display room. So now I know what that picture is of. 
So I can hit OK on it. Zoom in. One of five. And it'll give me the option to zoom in. Say you have um, some sight and you want to see the picture closer, you can zoom in. Or if there's something specific in that picture that you wanted to, you know, look at a little closer, you can zoom in. Or I can share image. So I can share the image and let me hit OK on that. Share by messages. So if I wanted to, I can send it as a text message. Share by email. Two of nine. I could share it by an email. Share by Amazon Alexa. Three of nine. So it says share by Amazon Alexa. I'm not really sure what that would be. I suppose if you have like an Echo Show, that would, or the other person has an Echo Show, that's how they would view it. Share by messenger like. And I can share it by messenger, um, by Facebook Messenger. So if I wanted to share the picture that way, I could do that as well. So I'll back out. Share image, two of five. So another thing I can do with this picture. Image information, three of five. So I can click on that. Picture taken, 103 p.m. February 20th, 2023. Image size, 3,120 by 4,160 pixels. 3.28 3.28 megabytes, one of one. So that tells me the date and the time that the picture was taken and how big the picture is. So I'll back out. Image information, change recorded note, four of five. So if I didn't like my description, I could go in and change that. Delete image. Or I could delete it if I don't want to keep that picture anymore. So I will back out image of that. Four. Orientation this four. is me. And I'll back out of that. One of two. Camera images. Six of 14. So uh, are there any questions on the camera? Is there any more uh, detail you want? Or do you think you understand it for our person that is taking the trip and wants to practice their picture taking? Cindy? Oh, I'm sorry. I was I was now I was muted. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. I was muted. Okay, Catherine, go ahead and unmute. Hi. um, I wanted to know, if you're going out of the country, um, are you using uh, data or anything to take these pictures when you are... um, going to be on a cruise ship. So if I am in port and going on a tour and wanting to take pictures, am I using my data or or anything like that? And then also if I want to take pictures while I am on the cruise ship and say I'm not in port but I'm cruising, mm-hmm. uh, will I use data to do take pictures then too? That is a very good question. Um, hmm. I'm thinking not, but I could be wrong on that. Uh, if anybody out there knows anything about that, please chime in. I can look into that to see if you are using data to take a picture. Like I said, my guess is that you're not. But That's my we'll guess too, but yeah. I, I kind of need to know that. And then I will have international calling 
but I'm not making a phone call, so I don't yeah. know about the data with that, but I can find out from T-Mobile, and I've had international calling with the blind shell before, and it worked fine, so I could I can check into that. I just wanted to make sure that I don't end up with a horrendous, huge, huge bill, and will the... Um, uh, SD card that's in the phone that's 128 um, uh, gig, will that be sufficient to take some pictures? Thank you. Oh, yeah. You'll get tons and tons and tons and tons of pictures. You don't have to worry about that. Um, so I'm assuming then you do not have unlimited data on your phone. You have um, like uh, a limited... I, I do have unlimited data. But I've never done any of this before. This is a new experience for me. Uh, so um, that's well, why I'm asking the question. If you have unlimited data, you don't have to worry about whether or not it does you data because it's not like you'll get cut off. But that is a good question to know if it does use data or not for somebody who does not have unlimited. So I can okay. check on that. Um Actually, let me look, see if I can see that on this phone. Let me Media. go into that again. So I had to surrender my um, SIM card Call. so that a university could do a test on the hearing devices. So I have one in here that doesn't seem to be working because we Volume just kind nine. of found it in the office. But I may be able to see if it's got any data on here. Signal strength 75%. You do have two hands. Carrier cricket. Mobile data enabled. Data usage. 5.28 megabytes. Okay, so I'm at 5.28 megabytes. Let me take another picture and see if that changes. Call, message, contact, application, internet, browse, to communicate, media, audible, the camera. Okay, I'll take another picture, and I'll wait a little bit just to see. <laughs> All right, take a picture by hitting the OK button, and now give it a couple seconds. Save image, one of two. Okay, I'll save it. Record a short description now. This is a test picture. Image has been saved. Okay. Camera. And I'll go down and look at the image. Six of camera images. View all. Image one of five. Orientation. Zoom in. One of image one of view. So let me go back and look at the data and see if it changed at all. I don't know if this is a true test or not, but it might give us signal strength seventy-five percent four G. Carrier cricket. Mobile data enabled. Data usage five point two eight megabytes. Five of six. So it didn't change. Um but that doesn't mean anything because what I did may not have been enough of a usage to change it. But still, I'm guessing right. no, but we'll find out. And then also my other question is, can you suggest that they make it so that when you, and this may be another completely different app than what's in the phone, Neil, where you, when you point it, the camera at an image like, um, for instance, in my house, it would be my Christmas tree that has hearts on it for Valentine's Day. It would say tree. Um, and then I know that some of the other 
uh, apps like um, CNAI and um, others. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, when you point the camera at the item or use it for navigating inside a, a building, it'll say chair, uh, coffee table, yeah. or couch, or things like that. Can you suggest that they do that for pictures? So if you were outside and um, you took a picture of a waterfall, for example, mm-hmm. it would say waterfall. Or if you took a picture at the ocean, it would say ocean or something like that. So that you knew that you had the right thing in in the frame because even as a low vision person taking with a regular camera, it was difficult because sometimes you didn't have it lined up correctly and you cut off your dog's guide dog's head or <laughs> you got only half of the guide dog yeah. or you got the floor or the ceiling or something like that, you know. So that was got my it. question. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So you want that. Yeah. I like that idea of incorporating the the AI into the camera. Yes. I will bring that mm-hmm. up. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for your help. I wrote everything sure. down. I'm looking forward to trying it out with the with the phone. Thanks oh, so much. Cool. Thank you. Hi. You have four hands up, Diane. Okay. Okay. We'll take You're another. Ready? Okay, mm-hmm. Scott. Go ahead. Um. Yeah, Diane. Um. A couple of questions. Um. Where do I get a uh, some card? And my other question is, how do I? I I can't find the podcast player. Okay, so you can get a SIM card. Well, it depends on which carrier you want to use. So if you want to use, say, T-Mobile, you would get one from T-Mobile. If you want to use a, you know, a different company, that's where you would get the SIM card. So you could use Tello, you can use Mint, you could use um, um, I, anybody who uses T-Mobile Towers or AT&T Towers right now, those are the best ones to go with. So any company that you want to go with, that's where you get the SIM card. And then the other um, thing about the podcast player is it might not be downloaded from the app catalog yet. So once you go into the app catalog, you can go down to the Blindshell podcast player, hit OK on that. It'll ask you if you want to download it. You would hit OK on that. So then it'll automatically download it, install it, and then you would find it under media. Okay, I'll um, see if I can, um, you know, try it out. I'll play around with it because I'm gonna, um, I just had this since last Wednesday, and I um, put, put on some other apps, and, uh-huh. and I put a lot of my settings in. Mm-hmm. Yep. So go back and see if it's um, still in the app catalog, and then you can grab it from there. Okay, I'll try again. <laughs> There's sure a lot of choices, and and oh, there are. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, it's a lot better than that stinking iPhone. <laughs> yeah, it it's it is. It's a lot easier to use because of the whole menu-driven button component to yeah, the phone. Yeah, I assume I assume just throw it in the garbage. Oh, well, <laughs> you don't want to do that because, um, you know, you, I'm sure you paid a pretty penny for your iPhone. So hold on to it or sell it. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, good. Diane, you're drawing a crowd. You've got five hands. 
Okay. Nothing from Brad yet. Okay, okay. Nancy, go ahead. Ms. Unger, go ahead. You are muted, Miss Nancy. Is this did you say there Nancy? You are. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. Hi, Diane. Hi, Nancy. Um Hi, hi. I I wonder how the camera relates to Google Lookout because I went. I can read money. Does the camera always stay on when you go into Google Lookout? And how? I thought when the, the you know the camera has something to do with that as well. Is that correct? Yes. So you are using the camera when you're in Google Lookout, and even though it may say, um, I'm trying to think of the word. It'll say flashlight on, flashlight off. You don't have to do anything with that. It does it all automatically. The camera will uh, decide how much it light it needs and it'll adjust its um, flashlight according to that. So, but I, what I'm wondering and thinking, you know, when, when Catherine said something about this is incorporating the, the Google Lookout into the camera all that AI would, I'm thinking, and this is just me thinking, but I'm thinking it might be an easy thing to do to incorporate the AI because the phone already has that component. So to incorporate it into the camera, that shouldn't be too difficult. So hopefully that could be something that can come out in a future update. But when, I, when, I'm, when I'm going to see a document, I don't want to monopolize the conversation or anything, but when I'm going to yeah. see a document, is this supposed to make noise when it's taking a picture? It never seems to do that. Um, so if like, you're, like, you know, some haptic yeah. sounds or whatever. So if you are in the document mode, it will tell you um, like bottom and left edge, not visible. So then you would adjust the phone so that the whole document is visible. And then once the phone sees the entire document, it will snap a picture. It will take a picture. It'll make, it'll make haptic sounds, right? When they're taking the picture. It'll make a camera kind of sound. Um, okay. Off the top of my head, I can't really remember if it does also vibrate, but it will, it will okay. guide you on the best position to have your phone to take that picture. Yeah, that's tricky. Well, thank thank you. I'll have to go over mm -hmm. with you later. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you just got to practice and play around with it and then do the directions that the phone is telling you. Ah, okay. <laughs> hey, Diane, Brad has somebody in the clubhouse. Yes, we do. Gracie is on stage. Gracie, I believe you're unmuted. You may go ahead and speak. Thank you. Um, so I'm Gracie, and I have a couple of questions, and I'm sorry okay. if these have been covered in calls before. First of all, do you know when the blind show will become available for companies like Spectrum Mobile? And second of all, can you purchase the phone through payment plans? So Spectrum uses Verizon Towers and we are speaking with Verizon about getting the phone on their network. Honestly, the last conversation we had, they because they run phones through multiple tests and the lawyers and all this other stuff could be as long as nine months for the blind shell to be um, on the Verizon network. So that would probably be a good estimate of when it's going to be. And um, yes, there are payment plans. I know Blind Shell USA has a payment plan. The Low Vision Shop has a payment plan. You could check with our other distributors to see if they also have a payment plan on the website, blindshellusa.com. 
www.wearetobuy.com. There's a where to buy link. And if you click on that, you'll see everybody who sells the blind shell. And if there's a particular retailer that you use often, you can check with them to see if they do payment plans. Thank you so much. Sure. Thank you. Hey, Matthew Dyer, you have three or four people with hands up. Mm -hmm. Okay, Matt, go ahead. Just a, I just wanted to throw something up there about somebody was asking about if the camera, uh, when you're taking a picture, if it uses data, just a thought, I guess it's a thought or a theory or mm-hmm. I, I sus- suspect that probably taking the picture itself probably doesn't use data, but I would probably venture to guess that at the point when you're saving and it's you're recording your title or your yeah, you know that probably uses a little bit of data, although not probably not much in the terms of because you're you're recording and then it has to probably upload. I mean, that's just a theory. So I just thought I would point that out that the best yeah, way think- you could probably test it by disabling all the all the you know Wi-Fi and and mm-hmm. data and all that stuff on the SIM card and then try it and see if that you know, at some point, but, but yeah, it's definitely something to look into. And that's a good point because not everybody has unlimited data. Um, So I, it was just a theory that I thought of when somebody asked that question about the data was, uh, excuse me, the uh, data was rather data was being used and probably if any, it's probably only using it when you, when it, you're recording and then it sends the information up, brings it back down probably, but yeah, that's a good theory. Yeah, that's kind of the lines that I was thinking as well. But I will definitely check that out to make sure. Because like you said, not everybody has unlimited. I don't have unlimited yeah, data I, on I, my I, phone. So that'd yeah, be good to I was know. just pointing that out because I since somebody had asked about it. And that was mm-hmm. my thought because I know, I do know. I mean, again, I don't have a blind show. I, I haven't. You know, but I, I'm still I'm learning about it. it. It's quite a amazing device for what it can do. But um, it, it, ju- it was just a thought because, again, one, not only does do certain people probably don't have unlimited data, mm-hmm. but it's also um, just a thought because of the fact that, you know, certain things that you do, like when you dictate, you know, you ha- it sends data up to the cloud to to analyze and. Um, I know there's ways you can turn that off, obviously, but so I, that was just my thought that that when you're recording your your message for the title, it probably does use it. So, yeah, but I think like what you said very minutely, it's using your data because it's not anything that's um, right. you know really requiring really, a lot. Yeah, it's probably not enough to really gauge when you record something and then go back and look. It's not enough to really analyze. Yeah. Good point. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Hey, do you want the rest of the hands? You've got a bunch. Sure. Okay. Okay, Allison, go ahead and unmute. Hello. Um, I need to know how to put, how to do, um, when I'm dictating something, like in a text, how do I get to the punctuation? Okay. So if, Oh, if you're dictating a text, so you can just say, you know, if you're dictating, how are you? You can say, how are you, question mark, and it should put it in there. Did it put the word question mark? No. Well, it put the question mark sign in. Yes. 
And is that true with the others also? Yes. Yep. I mean, okay. you need to be you need to be careful because it'll. It, yeah. So, how are you? Question mark. Um, you know, uh, the sky is blue. Period. Whatever. You may yeah. want to be. Some of the punctuation is tricky. Like even on the iPhone, if I said something like. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, if I said something like, um, oh, what time should we go space? Um, I'm ready now. Sometimes the iPhone will actually write the word space. So you just need to check check it after you say something if, if you think that it didn't put it in there correctly. So like I would have okay. to go and take out that where it actually wrote that word space because I didn't okay. want that word space in there. I just wanted a space there. Okay. Well, thanks. Sure. Oh, one of seven. Okay. You have so several more. You want to keep going? Uh, sure. Okay. Cause these are good. Carol, go ahead and unmute. Yes. I have two questions regarding Bard. Okay. Um, the first one is if I add a bookmark, I, I know how to do that, but I can figure out, how to uh, get to the bookmark. And my second question is, sometimes when I download a previously downloaded book, it'll say it won't download because it'll say the book is unavailable. And it doesn't happen with all the books, but just some of them. Hmm, that's a good question. Why it would do that? Um, let me look at the bookmark thing now because I've honestly, I've never placed a bookmark in Bard, so we could take a peek oh, at that right now. Go down to books. Hit OK. Go to Bard. Let's see. Bard mobile splash screen. See if I have a should have a book downloaded on here. Now read wish list. Recently wish list. Now reading. Now reading. Now reading. The app. The last ten after. Chapter um, and girl. After well, I did the last ten now navigation. Seek bar. Sleep on. Sleep on. Sleep. Book bar. Previous. Okay, Current level chapter jump next. Rewind. Play. Okay, we'll play, play it. Stand. And then I will go Here's and put it on. Wait, saying in a cracked and desperate voice. Previous. No one should touch her until the police Book bar. get here, please. Book bar. No one should touch okay, her. Okay, so let room. me back in that. By the way, if you're into like, um, you know, crime kind of stuff, the It Girl is a very good one. All right, cool. So let me go back and that and see how I would get to a bookmark. Get book settings now reading. Select It Girl after the last ten navigation. Seek bar. Sleep off. Sleep. Bookmark. Bookmark created. Bookmark. Bookmark created. Previous. Bookmark. Bookmark deleted. Bookmark. So that's interesting. Bookmark created. Bookmark. Previous. Current level chapter jump next. Rewind. Play. Um, Fast forward. Decrease speed. Speed. Increase speed. Last item. Well, you speed. got me on this Increase one. Because I, I don't, I next. never used a bookmark on here. Current so I'm not previous. sure bookmark. how you would get. Yeah, because it's when I go back to the bookmarks or delete it. Sleep off. Yeah, because when you hit, it's like a toggle. You can either assign a bookmark or it deletes a bookmark. 
Yeah. Seek um, navigation. About this. Seek navigation. The last 10 hours, you have to be a girl. Down so if anybody out there has settings, come settings. across this, Get books. please Get book um, more options. raise your hand. Recently read. Now reading. Where would it be? First item. Recently more options. Bookshelf. Bookshelf. Get book setting. Now reading. Be a girl. After. The last after chapter, the last ten hours of navigation. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, to do this and think of some fun. All right, bookmark. Bookmark deleted. Bookmark. Previous. Bookmark. All right, that I'm going to have to look into bookmark. because I can't figure this out on the fly. So I'll have to look into that to see. Once you place a bookmark, how do you then get to go and look through your bookmarks? I'm trying to think of how I would do it on the Victor stream, because that might help me with how I would do it on on the phone. Yeah, on the the Victor stream, what it does is when you hit that top right button, it'll say go to bookmark and you put the number of the bookmark. If you have one bookmark, you put one. If you want to go to the second bookmark, you hit two. And then the the pound, and then I'll take you right to it. But I kind of tried that, and that didn't work. Okay. All right. I'll look into that. And was there another thing you had? Oh yes. You said you had two. Uh, I tried. There were two books that I want that I wanted to oh, yeah. download that were previously downloaded on my Victor stream. Mm-hmm. One book downloaded with no problem. The other book, it said unavailable. And it, it happened to someone else I know. They had the same problem with the same book. Oh, that's interesting. So that must be a barred thing then. For some reason, that that book is not available. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that would be a barred thing. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. People make me feel stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm telling feel? you, these people are so smart. I know. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, Carl and Sparky, go ahead and unmute. You hear me? Yes. I missed the first 10 seconds or 10 minutes of the meeting. I don't know what I missed, but I got tied up in a work project. What did you oh, go over? Work always gets in the way. But I just went, there was a request to go over the how the camera works. Oh, okay. Well, I'll have to review the podcast. But my questions are, um, well, they've they've gone up from one to two. I still need some help with the light probe. You know, the you know the detect light detector. We didn't get that um, last okay. week. And then the other thing is, I've downloaded some apps, things like Shazam and Amazon, and I go into um, you know to read and to help, and it'll read about some of the apps. But um, if I go in to read about certain apps, it'll say it cannot read the text. So I don't know how to find out how those apps work. And I didn't know if you knew anything about that. So those are my two questions. So where it says cannot read the text, where are you seeing that? Like in the app catalog? In the help, like in the manual. Um, you know, you go to, once you've downloaded the apps, they get they get added to the manual. Oh, mm-hmm. and this thing's giving me a rough time. So they get added to the manual and then um, you can go and read help and I can read help about, you know, some of the games and how that works and everything. But if you go into, say, I've added Alexa, the two that I had trouble with the most were Alexa and Shazam. 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't tell you. It says cannot read text when you go to, you know, to read up about those particular apps. And I didn't know if you knew anything about that. There's no answer. So that is probably because they have the manual hasn't been updated. So that's good for me to know because I can send that back to, um, you know, the the writers who update the manual and tell them that it hasn't been updated on the phone you're talking about, correct? Right, right. That is correct. Okay. The phone. Okay. And then um, the other thing, as I said, I still can't get that light detector to work. I, When I go into it, I can hear the tone, but nothing changes. Like if I put my hand in front of the camera, it doesn't go away. And if I, you know, and so I, I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or. You're probably not. No, because the light detector, um, I've, I have issues with it as well. I'll open it up. Application. So the light detector is under applications and then under vision aids. Media, books, games, vision aid, Ira Explorer. And I'm going to color in Google look light sensor. So it's. Volume and be my eyes. Oh, shoot. Sorry. I hit the light favorites. Um, so it's such a. I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for. Um. So right now I'm holding it just like up in the room. And then if I put my hand over it, it does get a little softer, but it's, it's honestly, if you weren't looking or, you know, paying attention to that, you might not hear the difference in degrees. Like the the degrees between bright light and no light are just so subtle that it's hard to pick it up. So I understand what you're saying, and that's something that they need to look at a little bit to see if we can get that to be a more strong indicator on whether the lights are on or whether they're off. Okay, so I just need to experiment, right? Well, honestly, it's not you. It's the app itself. It needs some work. Oh, okay. And then a suggestion for a future topic. I am mystified by data and phones in general. Okay. It might be a good topic to, you know, to talk about what requires data and, and like, um, for example, if I needed to have a personal um, wife, you know, personal hotspot, uh, you know, I have unlimited data, but I was told that if I got a hotspot, that data doesn't count towards it. So I don't understand what what data is, what constitutes it. And that might be a good topic sometime, you know, you know, because I think that would help several of us. You know, there have been questions about that and it'd give you a chance, you know, to sort of research it um, if there were things you didn't know about it. But I think that would be a good topic. Yeah, I agree. Thank you, because that was brought up today, and it confuses me too. So that Thank would be a great so topic. Thank sure. You. Thank you, Cindy. Oh yes, ma'am. Is there anything else? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, iPhone. Ooh. You want to unmute and let us know who you are? Go ahead. And you are muted, iPhone. Hello. There you are. Okay, I'm not. <clears throat> I hope it was my iPhone and that I didn't take somebody else's turn. No, but you anyway. were the only. You're the only oh. iPhone I think we have. Okay, uh, um, no, that uh, wasn't I, you. It's. Did you have your hand up? Yes. Okay. There you are. Uh, yeah. Does it say Shelly's iPhone? 
you know, it just says iPhone. And sometimes it takes a couple seconds for that mute to go off. And it did go off. Oh, okay. Uh, You're good. <coughs> excuse me. I am Shelly Sawyer. I'm in Tallahassee, Florida. And I need to know, <laughs> excuse me. I need to know, first of all, exactly how I can access your podcasts, because this is my first time on the call. So I'm sure I've missed. Uh, I have a blind shell and I okay. also run an iPhone. And um, my question, my main question concerns my husband's blind shell phone. He yeah. has a thread of emails that we absolutely cannot delete. We've tried it message by message. They're all in the same thread. It had to do with a, a membership roster that was sent out. And there were like several people that replied to the original message. And I even tried hooking his phone to my computer and I couldn't find exactly where the emails were. So and I didn't want to mess with it too much because that's if I don't know what I'm doing, <clears throat> I don't make changes. But we cannot get those messages out of there. And I don't know, are we going to have to delete the account and reinstall it? Or I'm hoping we don't have to send the phone in. We just, we don't know what to do to get rid of those messages. So what happens when you go in and delete it? Does it, it just doesn't do anything? Or it does just it doesn't do anything. Option? No, it doesn't give you any, it just does not delete it. It just comes back to the message. That is very unusual. Um, did you, is it in any other mailbox as well? Like, is it in the important box or anything have, like that? I don't know. I didn't look there. Um, and that is his source of email because he doesn't have a computer mm -hmm. anymore. He gave up his computer <laughs> and I don't have access to his email on any of my devices. Okay. So I mainly... Well, I use my iPhone because when I delete from my iPhone, the messages are gone. Yeah. They're, if I delete from the computer, they'll still sit in the phone and it, but it, that deletes them from the server. But we can't, I can't get rid of those messages. I don't, I don't know what to do. Look and see if they're also in the important folder and see if you can delete them from there. Okay. I hadn't um, thought of that. Other than that, I don't really know. And have you already, I'm supposed to help with a presentation at our convention in June on the blind shell, and I want to learn as much as I can. Have you already done BARD and Audible on your calls? We've done BARD. Um, I don't think we've covered Audible. So I can't get it to work. That's why I was asking. I, I'm doing something what, wrong, Audible? obviously. Yes. Um, yeah, because I... I don't have an Audible account, but I know one time I logged in with somebody's information and I was able to get, you know, all their books were there. Okay. So if you want, you can give us a call and we can see what's going on with your Audible account. But um, the podcast, so if you go into the podcast player on the Blind Shell and uh -huh. just type in, um, do a search for Blind Shell, then okay. the Blind Shell 101s will come up. Okay. All right. What's the largest SD card I can put in here? Capacity is 128. Oh, okay. Thank you yeah. so much. Sure. Thank you. Okay. Carlos. Hello. You are. Hey, Carlos. Hi there. A couple of things. So I was, first of all, Diane, I think I had sent you a message 
uh, last week. And I probably should give a call and chat with you. It's been a while and I've yep. just been busy with stuff about USB-C to USB-C, not charging. Yeah, I, it doesn't on mine either because I have a charger that is that has a USB-C port. And when I do USB-C to USB-C, it won't charge it. That's really strange. I wonder if they could look into updating that in some future software update. Okay. And uh, the other two things are, um, I believe there's a GPS on the phone. Is that correct? So right now, the only GPS on the phone is called localization, which will tell you the address where you are at. They are working on, I know there's several, actually two, I shouldn't say several. There's two different um, GPS apps that they are looking into and working on currently. Because it says we're in Connecticut and I can't change it. You're in and, and we're in Florida. And you're in Florida, yeah. That's and it says good. Connecticut and I cannot change it. Yeah. So. Localization, <laughs> is that an app? It should be installed already under Vision Aids, but if not, you can go in and grab it from the app. Now, there's localization and there's localizer. Localizer is a European thing, so don't grab that one, but it's localization. Oh, wow. And what about, um, have they thought of actually putting regular Google on there? Like, if you want to look stuff up, you know. So... The internet browser does default to like a Google Chrome. Okay. So when you go into that and you type something, say you do a search for, um, you know, that like should bring it up. dog or whatever. So then the first thing that pops up is the word Google and it has all of the, the top tabs that the normal Google would have like news, images, all that stuff. And then you would go down and to see what your search is. And then every time you hear a little, um, little tone, that is a link that you can click on. Okay, yeah. I will give you a call. I had some issues with the internet. I didn't know how to get, I got, I think I got into some help menu or some menu where you could uh, say headings or different things. And I didn't even know how to get out of it. So, okay. Okay. I'll probably try to give you guys a call and uh, play with it a little more. But okay. Thank you. Thanks. Uh-huh. Hey, Diane, we're going to go around again, and you have one more. Scott, go ahead, Scott. Um, yeah, now, Diane, um, um, anyway, this is Scott. Um, which would be easier for, for me to change to T-Mobile or AT&T? I would say at I'm sorry. I would, <laughs> I would say T-Mobile because right out of the box, it'll work with T-Mobile. If you do AT&T, there's a couple of setting changes you would have to do. But if you wanted to take the phone right out of the box and put a SIM card in there and it's going to work, I would do T-Mobile or anybody who uses their towers. Oh, okay, because I wouldn't know how to do the settings for AT&T, you know. Yeah, so if if somebody does want to choose AT&T, they could either call us and we can walk them through the setting changes or a lot of times the AT&T store would be able to do it as well. But if you're talking simplicity, I would go with T-Mobile Towers. Okay, yeah, okay, because, um, I don't know, AT&T, they, they, um, I think the people are kind of skunky, um, and I don't know, they just didn't seem very helpful. 
Okay. Well, then try T-Mobile. Yeah, that's what I want to check into. Okay. And T-Mobile does, well, actually all the carriers do have a support team for people with disabilities. Um, T-Mobile specifically has people who work with blind shell customers. They're familiar with the blind shell. So if you're looking for a company that, you know, is more familiar with the blind shell, then I would go with T-Mobile. Okay, yeah, that's good to know, you know, that they have people specifically they help the blind people, you know. Yeah, so it's I'm not saying if you walk into a T-Mobile store, they're going to know what the blind shell is because the retail team is different than the customer service team. And the turnover is so high in all these retail stores that you could go into a store and today they know about the blind shell and tomorrow it's like all new people and those people won't. But their their corporate um, team at T-Mobile does know about the blind shell. And if anybody wants to contact them, you can email them at support. No, I'm sorry. It's BVI, blind, visually impaired. So BVI support at T-Mobile.com. Would, would they have a phone number uh, um, that I you know, they do. They do. I don't know it off the top of my head. So if you need a phone number, you could, um, you know, give us a call at Blindshell and we could find it for you as well. Oh, okay. Or you can email them and then ask yeah, them see, to I call don't you. Um, I, don't, I don't know how to email. That's, that's, you know. Okay. All right. So you could just give us a call and we can, um, get you that phone number. Okay. I'll leave you, I'll, I'll leave a message, um, um, to ask for a call back, you know, you can give me that phone number. Yep, that works. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Hey, Diane, you've got about eight and a half minutes left, and Catherine has her hand up. Okay, sure. Go ahead, Catherine, unmute. Hi. Um, I have a question about using the menus. You know, you do the up or down arrow keys. Can mm-hmm. you add first letter navigation? That would make it a lot uh, faster, and I'm afraid I'm wearing out the phone by going up and down through the menus to get to where I need to go. Thank you. Yes. Oh, what happened, Diane? Something had happened to Diane. We lost her. You can use the numbers in the menus. You have okay. to do a little memorizing, but you can use every menu choice is associated with a number mm-hmm. in every menu. You can do that. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, that's that's one way of getting around it. I was just wondering if there was first letter navigation. Oh, but since there's numbers, that's fine. I'll try that next time. Thank you. Brad, I'll get to you as soon as Diane gets back. Um, There she is. Okay, Diane, you're muted. You just came back. <laughs> I don't know what happened to her, but she is on mute. Wow. It's never happened to me. Hey. What there happened? you are. <laughs> I don't know. You disappeared. Um, okay. So, yeah, what I was going to say is that you can memorize the numbers. And I think it's exactly what somebody said. So if you know that contacts is number three, then you can just hit three or applications is four and do it that way. And then once you're in clubhouse when you're finished. Okay. And then once you're in the menus too, say, if you, if you know that, I don't know, I'm just throwing this off the top of my head. If you're in media and you know that internet radio is seven, then you can just hit seven and get to it. So, okay. Okay, Brad, go ahead. 
All right, we have Nolan on stage. Nolan, go ahead. Hello. Uh, thank you for having me on here on here on Clubhouse. Um, one of the questions I want to ask is: Is Verizon supported for Blindshell? Yes or no? That's what I wanted to ask. Thanks. So right now, Verizon is. It's a tough question to answer because. We are currently working with Verizon for them to accept the blind shell on their network. If somebody were to put a Verizon SIM card in their phone, it may work. I can't say either way whether it'll work or it'll not work. Um, so that's okay, something so if somebody next- wants to test on their own, they can gladly do that. Uh, you know, if you happen to have a Verizon SIM card laying around, you want to throw it in your phone, then, you know, that's completely up to that person. But right now, if somebody were to say to me, um, is the blind shell supported by the Verizon network? I would say no, but we're discussing it with them. Okay. Okay, Diane. Um, mm-hmm. Brad has his hand back up. And you have four and a half minutes. Okay. Okay, Brad, go ahead. I've got another. I've invited him on stage. I'm not sure if they've responded. Drago? I think he took. Drago, are you on stage? Hello there. there. Thanks for having me. Sure. I've got a few questions because I I don't have one, but I tested the Blind Shell Classic 2 work. And... Now, okay, I think we're losing you. At least I can't hear you. Alexia's 22. Okay, wait, let me fix that. <clears throat> Can you hear me better now? Yes. Okay. So I am curious about a few things. I've seen it once. Mm-hmm. And I, I find it impressive for what it can do as a basic, quote unquote, basic phone, right? Yes. But, since it's technically Android, it runs like an Android phone. To me, like the, the base of the Android. I don't know what yes. it's actually running, but it would be. Yes. Um, can you actually install like different Android apps or like voice different voices? Because I don't like that Google TDS stuff that it comes with. Or you know, install Clubhouse on it or install, I don't know. So right now, Blindshell <laughs> is a closed platform because if as everybody knows, when you start installing a bunch of apps, any app really could be affected. It loses its accessibility. So we like to keep the blind shell as an accessible cell phone. So what blind shell will do is they will take an app, say it's a, it's a, you know, an app right out of the Android PlayStation. If it happens to work the way it is, then that's great. Otherwise, Blindshell will de- um, do some development work on it to get that app to fit the Blindshell platform. So right now, you can only download the apps that are in the Blindshell app catalog. And as far as the voices go, there are... Um, if you go into settings and you go into languages, and even if you click on English... There are, gosh, I want to, it's over a hundred, maybe 110 different forms of English you can choose from. There's Australian English, there's, um, you know, United States Virgin Island English, there's 
Israeli English. So each of those contains different voices as well. So if somebody wanted to play around with that, they can do that to find the voice that they like. So if I drop an APK file into it and click with it via like the file manager, if the book has one, I think I would assume it does. Um, yeah, it has a file manager. It would say it would say not supported or something. Like if I try to open a normal Android file. Yes, it would not let you do it. Coming from a Galaxy S22. I mean, the only reason why I'm looking at the blind shell in the first place is because I type faster on it. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. go really fast on that keyboard. Yes. Even though I've been an well. Android user for mm-hmm. what, 11 years now? I think mm-hmm. so. Almost. But I do, it's very, very intriguing to have a good keyboard on a tiny thing mm-hmm. with probably a good battery, right? So I'm just, yeah. thinking, I'm just thinking that if there would you know be a way what? to actually expand the phone. So what, what I always, what, what I always tell people is try it, play around with it. You know, I'm actually surprised when I try stuff that I'm like, Oh, I didn't think it could do this. So I just encourage people to play around with it, try it, do whatever you want, put it to its tests. And, you know, there's going to be things that it can do. And there's going to be things that we're all going to be surprised that it can do. Yeah. But it's about 350 pounds, I think, or 300. I'm not sure exactly. So where, where are you? The blind show. So England. The blind show. Okay, you're you're in England. Okay. Yeah, the latest version is the classic two. So I'm not sure if you saw the classic or the classic two. No, I saw the classic two, the one with USB C and the app catalog. Yes, that's it. Yep. So you, I know you said like you saw it. One? I'm like, sorry, go ahead. I I thought there was a touch screen one. I thought I saw some article about it. Nope, there's no touch screen on the blind shell. The screen is display only. And how much is it? 300 pounds, right? I think. Well, it's $489, so whatever that would be in pounds. Uh, that would be about 400 pounds or 20, 450, something like that. Diane, it is Twitter, just to let you know. Okay. So that's Cindy telling us we have to wrap it up. So if you're, okay. you know, if you want, you could call Blindshell. Um, I'll give out the number. It's 833-972-2020. That's Blind Shell USA, but, you know, you're welcome to call us. And, um, you know, if there's something that you, you want to talk about, we can talk about that. And that's for anybody. You can call at 833-972-2020. Hey, Miss Diane, I can take us out if you're ready. Okay. All right. Thank leaving. you so much for all the questions. Bye, Brad. Bye. I'm sure he had Bye, turned Brad. the stream off already. Thank you for listening to Blind Shell 101. Join us live every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern via the ACB Community Platform. To learn more about Blindshell accessible cell phones, receive product news, updates, and much more, please visit BlindshellUSA.com.